Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood The Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gate Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you We're here to entertain you It's about to get strange Welcome to another year of the same shit Welcome to uh, the repeat of last year. COVID cases keep rising and people, you know, keep complying. And yeah, it's just going to be a repeat for the last two years. Another year is going to be the same. We're going to live in a loop like we're in Groundhog Day. Urge to kill rising. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Strange Root Podcast. I'm one of your hosts and I am uh, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, a.k.a. The Raptilian, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Bling Bling New Year. Mr. Mr. Big Gold Dangly New Year's. <laughs> who else do I have on this? Uh, who else? Who else is here with me? <laughs> oh, me? Me? Oh, what's up? You know, it's Anton. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? This is a very special episode. It's a New Year's episode. I am literally wearing a New Year's crown. I have these goofy-ass glasses on that I can barely see out of that light up and say Happy New Year. I have a gold chain. It's not actually gold. It's plastic. But I have a plastic gold chain that says happy new year's on it i got this big <laughs> to see this bottle it's it's uh, the one that's a popper yeah this is a popper uh for uh, nice. we're listening on audio um i have this like it looks like a massive massive champagne bottle and um it's uh one of those poppers i'm not gonna pop it till new year's but um i'm sure there's some lady out there that would sit on this thing uh for an only fans <laughs> Oh my god, sit on it and then pop it? Oh, that would not feel oh. good for your intestines. And and I, of course, uh, I know for, for you fans that are on the OnlyFans, I'm wearing my New Year's butt plug and cock ring, but you can't <laughs> see that here on YouTube. No, you can't. It lights up and says 2022. It says 2022 is going to suck even more than 2020 <laughs> yeah, did, so bitches. True. So yeah, welcome um, for all the camps. For the, for the, the like, humble hundred people. <laughs> that caught the Christmas um, episode. We decided to put it strictly on Patreon. So if you if you have an urge to watch it, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. It was more or less a funny, drunken shit show, but there was some very problematic content in that. And I got way, too, way too drunk. We literally cut out a half an hour, and it still was was a little too much of uh, being being a, a drunk asshole and ranting. Anton Tom went on a, a, a drunken a drunken uncle rant, yeah. which in a weird way would make you an Uncle Tom, but that's not even possible. I know, it's true. Um, so yeah, if you <laughs> want to check that out, check out the Patreon. We will have a lot of stuff coming for the Patreon. And yeah, I'm drinking on uh, some Red Stripe Jamaican beer because stripe. I got the stubby bottles for when we recorded our 12 Days of Strangeness. And if you haven't heard it yet, it, sh- it will be on YouTube and we played it on the live special. So make sure that's free. You can check out the live special that we did uh, for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, big old glass of champagne. Yeah, you have champagne. I always do champagne. Uh, last year, um, this is just funny. Like, I'm gonna do it right this year. But video, Chelsea had a video of me, my girlfriend. For everybody who doesn't know, um, 
I, there's a video of me and I'm trying to like open the champagne bottle. I'm like sitting there scared because I, I watched all these videos how to do it right. And I was like, it's just not popping. And I'm like, it says it can, you can fuck it up or you can like blow it up if essentially if you don't do it right. There's people on YouTube are like scaring me. They're like, yeah, if you don't do it right, you know, you might like it might shatter the bottle or the cork might fly and hit you in the eye. And I'm like, all right. Um, I thought this what? was a little simpler. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're opening it like you're Alec Baldwin on set and you're yeah. just, you know, pointing a loaded thing at somebody for no reason. And I finally yeah, you shoot got yourself it. in the eye. So this but year, that's the same care. reason you don't look at your dick when you come, people. Jesus. I What? I always look at my dick when I come. That's you strange. point it up towards your face? Yeah, I just I want to taste the milky goodness. <laughs> Tom, you know, the more you talk, the more I think you play for our team. <laughs> um, I just mean, like, you don't look at it coming out. Like, you don't point at your fucking eyeball. Well, of course you got to look at it. you got to see the size of the load. you got to yeah, appreciate like, your handywork. Look no at pun that, intended. man. Look at that huge, nice load. All right, let's see if I, I can... I fucking love your glasses. Those are know, fucking are ridiculous. Fucking, they, uh, they flash... They flash slower, and then they don't flash. They just, Do you? Uh, uh, would you? Would you say? I know you're you're a very busy guy, and with the podcast and everything going on constantly. Yeah. Um. I know that you're uh, you're you're a big hustler. Would you say that every day you're hustling? Every day I'm hustling. So those glasses make me think of is that? Yo, I'm that Kanye West. David. I believe that I'm Jesus, and I also believe in God for some reason. <laughs> so you're David Ike. Yeah, not fucking di- like no. Kanye wears glasses like this, and he literally yeah. But the Jesus and believing that you're believing in God, you know, you're David Ike. Fuck off with that shit, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but he does, doesn't Kanye? Think he's like some sort of god, but yet he's like super religious now because him and him, Justin Bieber and Marilyn Manson were all hanging out, and they were all fucking dressed up like they're going to church. It was strange. Dude, does that mean that Kanye and Justin Bieber are probably involved with the Manson shit? Or, yeah. like, dude, that Manson shit's fucking weird, man. What, him fucking everybody and beating girls and stuff? I, I wished it wasn't true, but it, it's the more it comes out, the more it looks like it probably is, and it's like... Yeah, I said uh, I said uh, on the throwback to a wave, I don't even remember what episode this is, I said all my friends are... All my friends, all, my, all the people I like and admire are all fucking rapists. It's fucking sucks. Dude, um... Fucking, uh, did you ever listen to uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence when you were but a lad? It sounds familiar, but I don't think so. Okay, um, they're like this weird acid punk band from the early 2000s. Um, I was doing that but, Yeah, purpose. so the, the frontman, uh, Jimmy Urin, just recently got, like, popped for, for, really? uh, yeah, so there were, like, a bunch of back-and-forth letters that he had with this, like, 14-year-old girl that he was grooming and shit while he was on, on stage, and it was like, man... I used to love this band, and now I have to hate them out of principle. It's just crazy. Everyone's fucking... It's it's run rampant in uh, Hollywood, and even in the music scene and stuff. It's just like... Uh, you, you ever you watch the new Tiger King season? I haven't seen it yet. No, I need to. There's the Doc Antle story, and that guy's a fucking pedo, man. And like, it's like, it just lets it happen. It's just like, okay, whatever. We can't do anything about it now. It's let it Which one's through. Doc Antle? He's the douchebag with the fucking long white ponytail and... Oh, he looks like a fucking asshole. Oh, he's... Just wait till you get into that one. That one's fucked. So, you know, we decided to get into, you know, a New Year's special uh, in some sorts. And, you know, we already talked about hauntings of Christmas. So we're going to talk about some spirits of the new year. 
And I'm still debating. What do I call it? Do I call it Spirits of the New Year? Or do I call it New Year Spirits? I think New Year Spirits. I like New Year Spirits. Yeah, I think we'll, that's we'll the do, we'll one keep, to go We'll with. keep that. Um, so we literally, I got all dressed up. I'm ready to fucking go. I'm ready for the new year. I'm ready for this to fucking change. I'm ready for people to wake up and, you know, and, and say down with the sickness. We don't need it no more. Just live with it. Like every other fucking country that has any sort of common sense. Yes, you're... Wishing a farewell to the old year with hope that, you know, it will be replaced by a newer and even better one has been a tradition for more than 4,000 years. Keep your eyes, your ears, and your sixth sense open for you because you may experience an eerie encounter in a haunted place around you. For many entities, they use the energy of this international powerhouse event to make a splash in the new year. And um, it is strange if you think about it that way, that there are so many people all celebrating the same thing. They're all waiting for the countdown. Everyone's fucking drunk. Their energy's different. Everyone's excited to end this year, and hopefully next year will be better, and you'll be able to get what you want. I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Uh, but it's it's fun. Uh, I do like drinking. Um, but I actually, for uh, January, to prove I can do it, I'm going to go a whole month without drinking. Good on you. It's going it to be weird for the podcast, but uh, I'll get really high. <laughs> but I think I, I owe it to my liver. He's dealt with me for many years since I was like 14, and I think I just need to prove to myself, hey, you could do it. You don't need to drink alcohol to fucking make your life feel better than it actually is. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I know. So in that, that idea that the, all this energy, it, it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? There is, there's people like crowded around. There used to be. Um, you know, wishing in the new year, going to parties, everyone's drinking, having fun, just, and that, that energy. And then of course there could be some ghosts or ghouls or even some aliens. Aliens probably watch that shit and they're partying up in their spaceship being like, fuck yeah, we're going to ruin another year for them. They're just hovering above Times Square and Beijing and everywhere with the, uh, the cloaking devices on. Yep. Being like, do we strike now or strike later? No. Uh, let Let's them have see how this year. plays out. Yeah. Let them have their fun. <laughs> so on New Year's Eve, so we're going to talk about, essentially, we're just going to talk about a bunch of different um, ghost stories surrounding New Year's Eve. Um, if you go th- if you go back, you can actually, you know, you still want some New Year's fun, you can go back and listen to um, a, an episode where Billy actually got way too drunk. And uh, the New Year's, the New Year's uh, crime one that we did, the New Year's special, uh, I think it was from two years ago because Justin was still on the podcast and Billy got obliterated. I'll post a clip on New Year's of uh, Billy during that year because he was absolutely drunk uh, as I was on the Christmas episode. So, uh, yeah, if you want to throw back to that, we talked about a lot of true crime stuff to do with the New Year's, which is almost it was I was debating on doing some of those stories even on this one. But I decided to keep it all hauntings because there is some funny stories. There's one about a guy wearing I think it's a Richard Nixon mask and he was butt naked on somebody's porch on New Year's and they caught it on video footage. And like, who is this naked man trolling around the neighborhood? Ever hear about that? No, really? There was a naked dude in a Richard Nixon mask. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, and he was walking around, and he was like caught on camera of like fucking somebody's house and shit, like outside, just prowling around. No, I really want. Incredible! That's absolutely incredible. I should get. You should get a George Bush mask, and I should get a fucking Richard Nixon mask, and we'll just podcast like that all the time. 
If anyone gets the Nixon mask, it's me. I've got the Hunter S. Thompson tattoo on my arm, and it was his mortal enemy. Although I would get a George W. Bush mask because I always thought, like, in the You're always the in few years when I was but a lad and I considered myself the next Hunter S. Thompson, which is a dumb thing, I, uh, <laughs> I was like, Bush is my Nixon. Yeah, so yeah, I can go either or. So um, on New Year's Eve of 1920, the Drake Hotel celebrated its opening night with much glamour and tinsel. It was uh, magnificent. Uh, it was magnificent and tragic. It was magnificent because the Drake uh, Drake was to be one of Chicago's most beautiful and celebrated hotels. It was tragic because, according to legend, it was the night that the woman in red ended her life. On this day, a man and his fiance, who was clad in a brilliant red silk gown, attended the gala and uh, held in the Drake Gold Court uh, Coast Room. The man stepped away and did not return, so his fiance went looking for him. It's fucking the uh, the waitress in the back. She found him. Oh, oh, wow! She did actually. She found him enthralled by another woman in the Palm Court <laughs> Parlor. So he was trying to fuck the. He was trying he to was- fuck the bartender. Oh, no. The devastated woman climbed to the roof and jumped to her death. Oops, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she, she jumped up and she uh, she committed the suicide. Committed suicide. This hat is so uncomfortable. Um, it looks like- <laughs> silly. That makes you feel any better. It is silly. It is very silly. I got a fucking stupid-ass crowd on my head right now. Since then, guests at the Drake have reported seeing her apparition in the Gold Coast Room, Palm Court, and on the 10th floor, as well as the roof, which would be kind of scary to see this. Uh, every New Year, you think that someone's jumping off the roof, and it's really this woman, just uh, her apparition is just, uh, it's a residual haunting, maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine just being somebody that's just fucking hammered at that party and you just think that it's part of the ball drop? They're like, man, they fucking go all out. I love this place, dude. <laughs> Every year is just something new. Oh, look, it's a hologram. And then, like, <laughs> it's not going to hit the ground and splatter. So you just think it's a hologram. Yeah, so then everybody true. starts showing up and it becomes a tradition where they're like, come see the hologram person suicide. <laughs> Last year, they all had your friends are like, that's morbid as fuck. We're not going. And I think maybe we should not hang out anymore. I definitely would uh, love to go there. Oh, that would be awesome, dude. We just go and just get fucking super big. I really want to do like, some hauntings, oh. man. I want to do some, um, I want to, I want to go on some paranormal, uh, adventures, you know? Dude, I want to go ghost hunting so bad. So there's a, I. there's a sweet spot around here that actually has like a ghost hunting cruise and shit, but I would much rather just buy the shit and go do it myself. Yeah. Get my own crew together. Well, and I, I got some shit too. I got some equipment that my dad gave you, me. You got a spirit box, right? I got a spirit box, right? Uh, we're going to use it on the podcast sometime. This house is probably haunted. Who fucking knows? Um, so, you know, her, obviously it's almost, she's condemned. I think it's more of a residual, probably haunting, but to replay her final night, her restless soul wanders and attempts to find peace with this final tragic chapter of her life. In addition to, uh, this spontaneous phantom appearance, uh, she appears in her red gown. Um, workers and guests also get a creepy and uncomfortable feeling in the ballroom now i was gonna say because bill cosby's in the corner and just hanging out every, every new year Ooh, it wouldn't pop <laughs> they're gonna give you the great new years and you're not going to remember it <laughs> pretty much so have you ever gotten the feeling that you're not alone when you are yeah but only when i'm pooping. wrong one 
The ghost in my bathroom's a pervert. <laughs> so, uh, according to the website Wattpad, 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 one what, Turkey. Yeah, I don't know why. Web, it's this website called uh, Wattpad. So whatever. One woman had an un uh, an unwelcome guest on New Year's Eve. One she could hear but not see. The trouble began when things started disappearing. The woman and her boyfriend kept losing items. They were uh, using only to. They were losing these items and they'd reappear a few minutes later. It's like, where's my goddamn strap on? She's like searching everywhere for a strap on, then it appears. On Where her, is, she's like, "What the fuck? Where the Stupid. hell is my vibrating butt plug?" <laughs> oh, oh, that's right there. It is. It's inside still. I just got so used to having it inside <laughs> that I can't feel it unless it goes off. <laughs> uh, there's those like ones, right, where the guy can control it, or, or I guess guy or wh- whatever you are like. Um, but you have it. Someone has it inside them, then someone has the controller. Dude, they have ones that as long as you're on Wi-Fi, you can set it off from anywhere in the world. What? Yeah. So like your husband's out of town on a trip somewhere or something. And then you know, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I would just do it at places like Walmart and shit. Well, there's like apparently there's like a ton of people that do that. That's their kink is like so they'll weird. just go out in public and someone will be walking and they're just like, ah! what, what, what's wrong with that woman? <laughs> she having a seizure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So later in the evening, a strange man's voice joined the conversation, yelling, right, right, man, right, uh, in response to a comment one of the guests made. Eventually, every guest heard an invisible person coughing in the bathroom. COVID. Yeah, but no one, uh, no one was there, which is, is strange. Um, and... Uh, the strange activity stopped the next day, so perhaps this ghost just really liked to join the New Year's Eve festivities. Yeah, it's just, so they just, they kept losing things, they would show up, and then this guy's like, they're just like having a conversation, and it's like, people are like, you know what, like, you know, so, you know, bringing the New Year's, you know, hopefully we get rid of COVID, you know, like a lot of people are going to die, and this guy's like, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. This is like, who the fuck said that shit? This a time traveler that's just like, it's never going to end. You guys have no idea. It's just never going to yeah. end. <laughs> you guys will keep repeating the same same shit all the time. All the time. Every year, every year. You're going to celebrate, be like, oh, is it going to be over? And be like, no, there's a variant. Now we're on variant fucking, uh, like, uh, Zyborg. I don't fucking know. I was going to say, uh, um, it's a fucking, uh, I can't think of that stupid movie. They've right released now. the Spaceball variant. Yeah. <laughs> Spaceballs the virus. <laughs> so, um, this is, uh, this is interesting. The, the, this is about a phantom texter. So essentially like this person had these weird text messages happening and the messages then began to escalate. They were just random. She didn't know who this mystery texter was. And they actually like, she's getting these random texts and they claimed you need some cotton candy or something. What are you doing? Is it edible cotton candy? 250 milligrams, bitches. And the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I, I think I told the fans already, right? Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of free edibles from my fucking uh, stepbrother because my, he's 16 and my dad and uh, oh, my yeah. stepmom took, took all his shit away. So I have, like a, yeah. I have a bunch of weed, a bunch of edibles, 
Um, I'll probably smoke up a little on, uh, you know, a little later in the the new year. But it's uh, I got lots of weed now. I've so just the, been slowly but surely. You're gonna be fucked later, bro. Oh no! I've been eating this for the last two days. I'm fine. <laughs> if I ate the whole thing, maybe. I would love edible cotton candy. How do they make it like that? They just use like the oil or something. Here, Tom, probably? have some. Yeah. Take some. Shoot ahead of thing of cotton candy with you, so we can just be like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. This appears out of nowhere. We gotta start thinking of shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and this mysterious texter, and there was texting this bitch on New Year's, claimed to be inside the house watching this guy and his friends. Um, so it was a man. Uh, so, but you can be a bitch if you're a man. Um, so it's, it, it, he keeps getting weird texts. And it's New Year's. He doesn't understand why. And then they, they says, like, I am in the house. Just like that call, like, have you checked the children? The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, when you call the operator, where's this call coming from? Uh, so inside there were like, he says he was inside watching him and his friends. The text continued throughout the night with the texter describing the guy's car and sending creepy texts while they were driving home that indicated the texter was watching him. When another tried to call the number he received, he was receiving the text from, they got a message saying it's not even a working phone number. It's not even a working phone number, bro. While the messages eventually stopped, the fear never really went away. He later said, I haven't really deep dived too deep into this. One on one hand, I, I you know I felt that something really bad could happen if I kept poking this this texter. But nothing has happened to me so far. But on the other hand, I don't have any closure, and sometimes I get paranoid about getting another message from the Phantom Texer. So such a stupid story. It was just in these haunting stories I was looking at, and I was like, ah, Phantom Texer guy texts him. Oh, fuck, I'm watching you. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to stop texting this, this random stranger. And it's just like some guy drunk and on acid. And I New know Year's. what's in your Amazon wish list, <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> and he's like, uh, actually, the new Scream movie looks awesome. Yeah, Juan said the new Matrix sucked ass. Juan says a lot of things suck, though, and it's mostly just his shitty opinion. Yeah, but didn't Halloween suck? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I still have to <laughs> watch it again. We're still doing it. a fucking, we're going to do an Unreal review um, for the Patreon for sure on Halloween kills. Um, but yeah, we have to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to. So then we can make fun of it. Okay. All right. I already cracked my other beer. I didn't even notice. I can't see shit with these fucking New Year's glasses on. I really can't. All right. Let's get into your ghostly story. Are we going to do my story now? Yeah. Let's do it. This one is called The Man in the Yellow Raincoat. Georgie. (laughs) Got it. Want a balloon, Georgie? I was thinking more of Curious Georgie. <laughs> Curious George. That fucking straight. Does he have a tail? Does he not have a tail? That's a fucking Mandela effect, bro. Oh, fuck, you're right. He doesn't have a tail, right? I don't know. That's a Mandela. What's one of those Mandela effects, man? It's a throwback. He left his tail in the Berenstein universe. And Goldilocks' ass. <laughs> he wouldn't want to leave the tail in Goldilocks' ass. You know what I'm fucking saying? <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. All right. The haunted Agora Theater and Ballroom in Cleveland, Ohio, has its own New Year's creepy story. 
<laughs> we got fucking blowers and stupid, stupid <laughs> sound makers. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the normal kind of blowing that Tom does. <laughs> Normally, he sucks cocks. Mm, dick. <laughs> yeah. Why do they say you blow a dick? It doesn't make sense, man. You don't blow yeah, a dick. I, I, and it's also like the same thing as being like, man, this sucks dick. It's like, isn't that good? Yeah, I know. Because it, it does feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love getting their dick sucked? Hmm. Good point. All right. Go on with the fucking Curious George story. A holiday ghost hunt one December 31st was planned to seek the legends that haunt this historical venue. The entity they sought most was the ominous man in the yellow raincoat. He knows what you did last New Year's. During the investigation, one of the ghost hunters felt a splash of cold water on the back of her legs. Upon reaching down to find the source, she found that her tights were dry, and there was no one behind her who could have spilled liquid. She peed. (laughs) Still, a strange wet sensation remained, tingling, continued where she felt water minutes after the encounter. So this bitch is getting wet hunting ghosts. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, oh, there's a fucking ghost. Oh, <laughs> it's that bitch from Scary Movie. Oh my god, which one? The one from Scary Movie Two. Oh Big yeah, that gets, yeah, that gets fucked by the ghost. Yeah, baby. <laughs> this, in fact, is a common experience, all attributed to the man in the yellow raincoat. The iconic apparition is not shy. He has been seen on the stage and on the catwalk, and in several of the viewing balconies. Apparently, he is interactive with spectators, often casting disciplinary looks when the audience is naughty. (laughs) Other experiences that may have encountered include doors opening on their own and the appearance of what looks like bloodstains in the basement. The Agora Theater and Ballroom has seen the performance of Elvis and the Beatles. So it's no it's no stranger to tragedy. Yeah, yeah, and it's also home to some spirits besides the man in the yellow raincoat many apparitions have been seen a psychic once did an investigation and said the spirit's name was john it's 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 john lennon it's john lennon and elvis finger blasting each other in the back sometimes that is better sometimes wet is better (laughs) ladies and gentlemen the pet cemetery porno take it away there's gotta be one so that's it rule 34 bro yeah that's it this felt wet this felt wet yeah, apparently this chick just pissed herself or, you know, she was flicking her bean and um, she's like, yeah. no, I, I didn't come. It's a ghost. I searched ghost. and searched for New Year haunting uh, material and there's not a lot out there. There's not a lot of paranormal. Yeah, it's pretty weird. There, there was just like, come and I was looking at murder mystery, like and everything, our murder, like true crime stuff, which we've already uh, slightly covered on New Year's. And a lot of it's just like, come to our murder mystery New Year's night. Yeah. So the Inn on Main Street Bed and Breakfast, located in Weaverville, North Carolina, is indeed very spirited on New Year's Eve. Although the innkeeper of this historical bed and breakfast will not admit it's haunted, there's no denying there's tales told by guests of the staff verifying the house's spectral activity. This guy's like, I don't want to ruin business. There's no ghosts here. There's no ghosts here. And then he's why saying this to all the guests and there's a ghost right behind him, like mocking him. I don't know why y'all keep saying there's a spirit here. There ain't no ghosts here. And there's, yeah, they're just dancing behind him. Like, <laughs> Fuck this guy. Phantoms lurk in its spaces and mysteriously they have, they have a special preference for, uh, for actually making an appearance on New Year's. Strangely, on New Year's Eve, guests are frequently here. Pictures fall off the wall. 
multiple times they've heard this, never finding physical evidence of them actually falling. Oh, so scary. Oh, so, so scary. <laughs> Is this a residual haunting or just maybe too much champagne? Champagnes. Do you want any of the champagnes? It's pronounced champagnes. champagnes. <laughs> pronounced champagne. Fucking Futurama. Champagne. Well, it's fucking French. Of course it's yeah. spelled weird. If you want to say it stupidly English. Champagne. <laughs> In addition, many also hear the back door open and then close. Yet again, no one is ever behind the building. There's no one even discovered entering the building. They have no idea what is causing all these random noises, doors opening. They don't know. The house was built 100 years ago by a doctor. The innkeeper know at least one person ha- who has actually died in the house. One person they know of. Bloodstain remains under the tiles in the bathroom was once part of an operating room and lab. There is literally where the bathroom is used to be an operating room in this fucking, in this house. Well, I guess it's better than the alternative, which would be an operating room that used to be a bathroom. Because I don't care how much you scrub that thing to <laughs> sterile. That's fucking true. You ever seen uh, um, House on Haunted Hill, like the remake? Yeah, of course. I lo- it's, it's actually one creepy. of the few remakes that I fucking love. That, I remember watching that as a kid, and that fucking movie is creepy. It always reminds me of like how you see like the doctors operating and on the patients, and like and then at the beginning they have all the the mental patients. They go psycho and they stab like the doctors with the fucking handful of pencils and shit. If you've never seen that movie, it's fucked. Dude, that movie's great. And uh, the doctor goes all like Silent <coughs> Hill and shit. And he's like, <coughs> yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Does the Twitch shit. I don't like, dude, it. like, dude, if I was ghost hunting and I look on a monitor and I see that at that moment, I'm just like, nope. No, I'm fuck done. This. I, I'm I, gone. I, sh- I peed a little. <laughs> yes. I peed. So maybe, you know, like it's, it's just weird though. Like the stains were never able to be, I guess, removed even with sanding resorting to being hidden with tile. Could any of these hauntings have maybe, maybe they're relevant to uh, the celebration of new year's Eve. We have no idea. It's but possible. They show up on that time. Do not hesitate from staying at this inn. On the other hand, only be, you might be fascinated for maybe the opportunity to stay there. And the innkeeper has, has uh, been told all the energy here is good. The inn supposedly has ten phantoms, but there are the guests have said that you know it's it's good energy. They never lost a guest to these ten phantoms. But these phantoms include men, women, children, and even a Native American and a white dog, a white dog and a native. And a bunch of men and women. Do you have any idea about this, Anton? I uh, I think that the white dog and the native go together. <laughs> I think that they are a package deal. <laughs> and the uh, the women and the children are, are leftover survivors from the Titanic that yeah. somehow got stuck here. <laughs> That's true. Shout that out. Coming out fucking soon. Listen to the Titanic. <laughs> All right. Let's go with your let's go with the, the lady in the white dress. There's another, there's another lady in this episode. She's got a white dress, not red. The lady covered in the white mess. (laughs) The lady in white. Have you ever experienced a stranger suddenly turning up at a party you hosted? Apparently, this is just what occurred in this story. An unexpected guest materialized out of nowhere and joined the storyteller's New Year's Eve party. 
all of the doors and windows were locked, and no one admitted to letting the old woman who was dressed in all white inside the house. The problem is that it was an eyes wide shut New Year's party, and it was a super in-depth orgy, and they didn't want anybody over the age of 40. They were just like, ew, wrinkle tits, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Being in the festive mood, the hostess did not ask her to leave. Apparently, the lady in white reported that she was lost and couldn't find the party she was actually heading to. Upon leaving the party, she dropped two scarves on the doorstep. Oh, shit. To this, to this day, nobody knows how she got in. Many say this is a symbol of a prediction that may not be good. To add to this mystery, the writer adds that her cousin saw the same woman in his dreams a few nights later. No one ever saw her again. Weird. It's just a lot of, like, nobody fucking, no one's getting killed by these ghosts. There's a lot of people just showing up. and But th- she left a scarf, right? It's physically a scarf, right? Uh-huh, two of them. So that's weird. Why is this bitch wearing so many scarves anyway? She left them as a gift, so that way the host could, you know, strangle himself with it while he jerked off. <laughs> you ever seen World's Best Dad? I love that movie. That I love fucked, anything dude. Bobcat Goldwaith has ever directed, and Robin Williams is fantastic in that movie. That movie's fucked. That kid is hilarious. Dude. Me and Chelsea were like, oh, this looks funny, and we put it on. This is like years ago, but if you've never seen it, it's a very fucked up Robin Williams movie. This kid's hilarious at the beginning. It's all jokes, and then, spoiler alert... This kid fucking dies from jerking off while he's choking himself, and then his dad fakes it so it's like a suicide. But all of a sudden, the movie just takes a turn, and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, that movie's so good. So good. So strange, man. It's one of the darkest comedies I've ever seen, and it's it's fucking hilarious and sad and everything all in one. It's just so good. All right, let's get the next one. Besides accommodating the common traveler, the Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff uh, hosts a number. What the fuck is Flagstaff? Arizona. Really? Yep. It's a stupid name for a place. Been there. <laughs> Done that. Uh, Been there. Host, it hosts uh, a number of otherworldly immortal guests and staff members. The legendary hotel opened on New Year's Day of 1927, and during the 1940s and 50s, it was a very popular spot for Hollywood guests. While more than 100 Western movies were filmed nearby. Some of the guests, yeah, some of the guests include Bing Cosby. Speaking of, you know, we're in the new year. Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby! Oh, I'm going uh, 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 beat your fucking ass if you get out of line again, bitch. <laughs> what Christmas, fact for our listeners, what Christmas song did he sing? White Christmas. Is it, I'm, I'm dreaming of white Christmas. Yeah, so Bing Crosby was a notorious alcoholic for the longest time. Really? Like, wife and child beating alcoholic. Um, wow. And then, one of his good buddies... Louis Armstrong, which for those, you know, listeners that are far too fucking young. Louis <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong is the, the jazz player whose voice sounds like this. He did, I think, to myself. What a wonderful world. Yeah, so he got Bing Crosby off of booze by introducing him to pot. Really? I'm not fucking kidding. You're gonna awesome. say, he got him off alcohol by introducing him to heroin, and then oh, yeah. Bing Crosby died. Bing, I got something for you. Maybe make you stop beating your family a little bit. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't know there. I don't know there, Louis. Yeah, it's going to have to be something strong. Just pull up your sleeve and let me shoot you up. <laughs> also, Jane Russell. I got she, this from Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, Wasn't Miles Davis a fucking heroin addict? I can't remember if it was Miles Davis or John Coltrane. Oh, I want to say they're both heroin at because heroin and jazz went together like no one's business. Uh, we got Jane Russell. She also uh, um, filmed the movie very close by, and there were guests at the hotel. 
Bing Crosby was, as we said. Jane Russell. Gary, I don't know who Gary Cooper is. Spencer Tracy, I have no idea. And many others. Well, I know Jane all Russell old is. old Hollywood stars. Yeah. Jane uh, Russell you've heard was the song hot. Putting on the Ritz? Yeah, from um, uh, Young Frankenstein. Try mighty hard to look like Gary Cooper. Super Uber! Oh, really? What? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think he was uh, like a vaudeville, early Hollywood type person. Same thing with, uh, who was the other person you said? Uh, Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy. Did you say Jane Mansfield? No. Um, okay. Didn't she get murdered by somebody? No. She was a famous actri- uh, actress, right? And she so, didn't yeah. she have something to do with the Manson shit? I fuck, maybe I'm thinking something else. I think you're thinking of Sharon Tate. Or no, I know Sharon Tate is, him. but why is maybe James maybe. Mansfield is something to do with some sort of culty shit? I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. My brain's not working today. It's not there. Uh, so your grass is making me look very, very Asian right now, Tom. Oh, very Ooh, Asian. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and I fuck in your face! <laughs> oh, you almost fell down the stairs, Mr. Bubby! <laughs> I know. No, you got them once in the drink, you your beer! So I literally, like, I got these stupid glasses on, um, uh, <laughs> and I, I didn't fucking run and plug in my laptop, but I couldn't see where I took them off, so, like, <laughs> it's kind of fucking, my eyes are all fucking fucked up, so. They're all like, and if, for all the fans on the audio, they look like those Kanye West glasses that just have, um, how do you describe? They're almost like. How do you describe these? They're like they're the glasses with the goofy ass lines in the middle. Yeah, of they got them. All lines not, through, and you can't really see yeah. that well. It's fucking stupid. They're stupid glasses, but I thought they'd be hilarious, and they cost too much at Party City. But you know, I said I'll have them for years. You know, I'll, I'll wear these everywhere, and I'll fuck up my eyes, and and that won't be able <laughs> I'll to have see. them for years. He sits on them today. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Shit. <laughs> so why the ghost um, here is that of a phantom bellboy who knocks. On the doors and then vanishes. <clears throat> this annoying phantom has been experienced by dozens of guests over the years. Like, man, god damn! I was waiting for my fucking chicken wings. I really wanted to eat those, and I uh, got the knock, and nobody was there. So scary. Housekeeping. Sometimes that is better. I'm done. Housekeeping. <laughs> you want me to come haunt your room? No, go away. <laughs> Housekeeping. You want Ghostbuster blowjob? No, go away. I would. I'd let a ghost blow me. I was convinced. Would you feel it? I don't know. I was convinced um, that ghosts were trying to fuck me when I was fourteen. Uh, I, I, All right. Yeah. So I played the Ouija board right um, a lot, and I was like obsessed with it. And we used to play it like in grade seven. Uh, we'd even come, we'd come to my house at fucking lunch and play the Ouija board because I was close to the school. It's fucking weird. It's just weird how much we played that thing um, or used it to call ghosts. And we just do it to uh, call, like, you know, we called Tupac and we called Harold Houdini and he told us jokes. I've said this story before. Um, but um, these two spirits of these chicks, uh, I can't remember the one's name, but one we thought we, we thought we were calling Emily Rose. Which finds out that Emily Rose isn't a real person. Uh, it, it, they didn't use her actual name for the movie. So we called this chick from Brampton, I guess. Uh, it was called Emily Rose, and she died. And she said she was obsessed with me. And there was another ghost in my house that was also a female. And they told me they raped me at night. They said that on the Ouija board. What? Yeah, these ghosts said that they raped me. And, they, and, they, and then the one day I woke up. I swear, and this is why it's fucking weird. I swear I was wearing my underwear, 
and my underwear was like halfway across the room when I woke up. I was like, "That's fucking really weird." I was like, "Maybe I did get raped by a ghost, dude." Is that weird? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's very, very strange. They told me they like they they have sex with me in the night and shit. Um, I was fourteen. I believed a lot of bullshit. Um, they also told me my hand tingled that they were holding my hands, my hand, and uh, my hand did tingle a couple times, and it was fucking weird. Like when I was walking like outside, and my hand would start tingling, and I'm like, "Oh, the ghosts are here." <laughs> Not the g- 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 ghost. So then I got raped by a ghost. Uh, so for all those people out there and the rape victims, imagining being raped by something you cannot see. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, everybody. Love everybody. Uh, <laughs> this has been Tom's second drunken uncle rant. Yeah, yeah he uh, he's often joined supposedly. So this bellboy that you know knocks on the door and vanishes. He's also um, often joined by the ghost of a woman who has been seen outside of the Zen Gray Suite. Sounds nice. Uh, it turns out that two prostitutes were had been. Murdered in that room. It rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. It's not really what it I does wanted. Whatever it is told, it, it's not really what I wanted, but uh, it, it worked. It worked. It did work. You know, it worked. So, yeah. another phantom that hangs out at the Monte Vista Hotel is that man who endlessly paces in the Gary Cooper room. Gary Cooper's got to be dead. Maybe it's him. He's just constantly playing putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> he often is reported coughing <clears throat> and clearing his throat, <clears> which is fucking weird. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Maybe you just fucking smoke too many cigarettes, man. It's from all those Chesterfields he has been smoking. <laughs> many yeah, guests. Chesterfields in that bathtub gin. Yeah, it's true. Many guests have reported feeling un- unnerved uh, by the distinct feeling that someone is watching them in that room. Fucking strange. There's a bunch of strange ghosts on this New Year's special, but uh, none really do anything. They just kind of cough and sit there. Right? (laughs) It was later discovered that the coughing was coming from a a painting that had the eyes cut out of it. (laughs) Yes, yes. It was in the bathroom. The ghosts kept coming in this. Kept coming. And coming and coming. The ghosts keep coming. In this incredible haunted hotel, there are spectral entities that was a former bank robber. It is said to haunt the saloon. Ellen, Ellen Roberts, a hotel desk clerk, reported in 1970, three men robbed a nearby bank and they stopped by to celebrate in the lounge for a drink. Even though one of the men had been shot during the escape while having his drink, the wounded man died, and some believe that his spirit is haunting the building and this area. Oh. Yep, that's it. All right, you know, a lot of weird, strange ghost stories. Um, I got raped by a ghost. Everyone remember that. Uh, so do not judge um, for I am to be not judged because of my decisions that I I, I did playing Ouija board. But, um... <laughs> You know that story. That story came out. I could have just been a little boy that was confused and didn't know what it was. What was happening? Um, you know, it was the. I think it was the day that my uncle was over. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. So, what? Uh, do you have any uh, New Year's stories? Do you have anything that like? Do you not really? What do you do on New Year's usually? Like, what do you usually do? 
whole lot um, of nothing. Honestly, I've never really given too much of a shit about New Year's. The uh, the biggest thing I ever did is I went to uh, I went with a friend to uh, Madison Square Garden because they were really into the band Fish. <laughs> what that, the fuck is the band Fish? It's called Fish. With the, yeah, Fish. P H I S H. Fish. You've never heard of Fish? No. Really? Never. I've heard what? of um that uh what's that other band that has something with fish in it? Um Real Big Fish? Yeah, I've heard of that band. Real yeah, Big not even Fish. Close. So Fish is basically like Albert Fish? This generation's fish Grateful is- Dead. What? And I hate the Grateful Dead. Really? With passion. Yeah, I fucking hate the Grateful Dead. They're terrible. Yeah, I think they are too, um, but um Fish is just a jam band, but they're like they're huge following and they always go like all out. And, uh, so I got to go to Madison square garden for new year's Eve. It's the only time I've That's been in New cool. York city, dude, the show, Don't, like, how I'm far are you super, from New York city? Uh, eight hours. That's long. So yeah. So we drove and, uh, her car caught fire in the mountains of Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. Cause she hadn't driven it. So there were a bunch of leaves and shit just sitting in there and we're going up through the mountains wow. of Pennsylvania and it's really steep. And the leaves caught fire and melted some of the electronic shit. So we got it towed to PA, to somewhere in PA. Then we went and caught a bus to take to New York City so we wouldn't miss the show. We were supposed to be in New York City for three days. It would have been awesome because I had the whole thing planned out. So we're going here, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. Um, we ended up only staying four fish. And, uh, dude, they put on a killer show. Like, you like the music this all aside and everything. But they, like, they turned the Why stage. Why would you name your band Fish? Because the drummer's name is Fishman. Stupid. All right. Anyway. So, um, yeah, stupid. But these dudes are worth fucking millions upon millions of dollars at this point. They're huge. Them. I've never heard of them, but good for them. That's actually hilarious that you've never heard of them. I, I find that funny. Um, but yeah, so they turned the stage into a pirate ship, and uh, everyone funny. in the audience had these wristbands that were like they lit up, and they were uh, like synced up with this computer, so it looked like uh, the audience was an ocean. Because of all the blue lights, and then they what? fired cannonballs off. Dude, it was so cool. I'll that send you the video sometime. Awesome. It was amazing. And we had, you know, we had some fungus. And this dude next to me uh, had a, you know, had some you had some fungus, like had some to- fungus. Tofu. You had some mushrooms. Oh yeah. Uh, you can just oh, say yeah. we're we're not yeah, censored. Oh, yeah. We're not owned so, by yeah, we, so we, we ate we ate a bunch of mushrooms before we went, and then the dude next to me uh, was this fucking super rich dude that uh, just pulled out a little baggie of. Uh, <clears throat> And uh What's up? kept feeding me Yeah, kept feeding me key bumps all night. <laughs> and then tried to get us to go back to his hotel room afterwards. Do and you want you to suck n- his cock? No yeah, normally I'm game. Normally I'm down. I'd be like, Yeah, sure, why not? It's New York City. It's fucking New Year's. Have fun. The dude was cool, you know. Uh he was there with his lady too, which is like was weird, whatever, but they yeah, they tried to get us to come back to their hotel room and I was like, dude, normally I'd say yeah, but it's been a really long fucking day. And I just want to go home and go to bed. I, I don't want to suck Airbnb your cock and go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> That's fucked. Um, yeah, uh, I never really remember my New Year's. I'm always fucking drunk. Well, any holiday where people are encouraged to get fucking smashed, of course, can turn real bad real quick. Yeah, but most times, like, especially with the stuff going on with COVID and stuff like that, like this year, we, like, me and Chelsea will stay in, we'll drink together. We'll have some champagne right on New Year's, and we'll usually watch, like, the countdown. The New York one is a little more exciting, but you can, like, for all, like, the fans, if you want to do this, you could, like, you can lie. A lot of them are live streamed to YouTube. So we'll just cast YouTube on the TV, and we'll watch, like, the uh, Niagara Falls one, which is usually boring as shit, and the bands are horrible. And it looks cold. Um, and then we usually watch the New York one, and we just kind of drink and celebrate, and then we wait for the countdown, and then I just get obliterated. Dude, you know what's crazy is uh, after the show, because they did the uh, 
they did the the ten nine eight seven countdown yeah. at the fish show, which was super cool because they projected it up on the sale. It did the thing, and then when it hit one, they fired confetti out of the cannons. It was super dope. But uh, so we went walking down to Times Square after the show, yeah. which was like three a.m. when we got there, and there's still confetti coming down. What three a.m. Really? Yeah, dude, it's still just like shit that was either in the air or on the roof or something's <laughs> getting blown off, and it's just coming down. You no, know I feel I'm willing bad to for bet the next morning. There's probably still a couple pieces yeah. of confetti. Just you no, know I feel bad cool. for who. The people have to clean that fucking shit up after. Dude, you know they make bank, number one. Number two, you you know motherfuckers get the best ground scores ever. What? That's a ground score. You know they get the best ground scores ever. But they're like counting confetti and they're like beating each other to it? Ground score. What the fuck is a ground score? You know what a ground score is? No. Oh my God. A ground score is when you go to like a festival or you go to like a big event and you are a smart person and you keep your eyes down. And you find random shit all over the ground. Dude, I've found an oh. ounce of weed. I've found 500 bucks. I've found a whole bunch of shit before. That's actually kind of smart. Because those guys probably <laughs> find a bunch of random shit. But also, it would suck to clean up that much confetti. You just go around with one of those, like, fucking brooms and those, like... <laughs> no, they probably go around with leaf blowers. It's New York City. I doubt very much that they sweep that shit up. They Do you think they just the they, they they sweep put it, it in the sewer? Either that or street sweepers. Yeah, I guess. Huh. It's a lot of confetti, man. Every time I, we, I thought about that last year, we were watching it and like how everything blows up. There's confetti everywhere. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, New Year!" And then uh, it's like, man, that the dudes have to clean that shit up. And you see them afterwards; they're already starting to try to clean it up a little bit. And they're like, "You'd think that they would switch to like a biodegradable, like toilet paper style or something." You think point. they give a shit about anything? They no, don't care about of the environment, not, but they should. No, they, we only have one planet, yeah, Tom. I know, we only have one Earth. And guess who's fucking up that planet? The government, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, she's uh, uh, her uh, family is supposed to be connected to the Illuminati. Fun fact, supposedly her family is connected to like higher ups, and that it's all a fucking sham. Um, global warming, I think, does exist, and I think that climate change exists. But also, I do think it's a natural cycle. But I think that they manipulate the fucking weather by using harp technology, and they fucking blow billion mile microwave beams up to the ionosphere, and then it bounces down and causes tsunamis and hurricanes. And they're just trying to make it like they, oh, we didn't do this. Your car did it. And it's like, no, maybe fucking with the, you know, the environment and Mother Nature is maybe changing the environment in Mother Nature. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Trudeau keeps talking about fucking climate change. You left out a key element to that. What? Chemtrails. Yeah, chemtrails too. That fucking shit. That shit. Though. Yeah, they, they, they they deposit the aluminum yeah. in the air, and then the rays bounce off of the aluminum. Yeah, and then it and then it, it, it causes it could cause David Berkowitz to go shooting everybody in nineteen yes. seventy. And uh, you know that old chestnut. You know you got fucking chemtrails. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll come back next year for something crazier for New Year's. Um, I want to do some hauntings, and literally, I I looked everywhere. There's not Happy much hauntings to do with uh, uh, for New Year's, but uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Happy New Year's, y'all. We love you. Uh, you know where to find us, www.strangefoodpodcast.com. Get some merch. I've seen that people are picking up. People are ordering sweaters and stuff and T-shirts. Uh, we are moving probably to Teesprings. It's a little more affordable for people. I've looked into it, Anton, because you suggested it. And Teespring seems definitely a little better. I like some of their products. Um, so we'll probably keep all the stores up just in case. But we do have a red bubble. Just look up Strange Podcast. It only has two designs on it, but we're going to build more. We have 
have new designs coming out. If you watch the Christmas special on the Patreon, uh, that we're eventually going to get some new designs done of essentially having us all as cryptids and stuff. We got, we got ideas for some really fun merch for the fans. Keep uh, your eyes peeled. Yeah. My yes. boy just gave me an update on that earlier. So awesome. We'll talk about it later. It's, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. So just, you know, it's a new year. Hopefully it gets better, but we'll be back every week with some different inside your ear holes. We'll be right there comforting you through this next crazy year because if you think last year was crazy, it's going to get a lot crazier this year. I'm telling you right now. Well, all I have to say is that if this bill gets passed onto New York State, we're bringing on to camps. Yeah, literally. If You'll have to move because uh, literally if this bill gets passed, they're just going to drag people away from their homes if they're even in contact or think they have the sniffles. They're going to just be like, all right, well, you can go to a concentration camp now. Yeah, it actually extends to the vaccinated, too, which is fucking insane. It's anyone that's deemed a public health risk. Well, you know what? We got to stop the government. Everyone stop complying. Fight for your rights and your freedoms. That's the only way we get out of this. This is the only way COVID ends is if we fight against it. That is literally it. Is literally if you just stop complying and you fight against your government, essentially get together in masses, protests. They don't always do something, but they show that there's a lot of people out there fighting for the same cause. Do you do what you got to do? Vaccinated versus unvaccinated is stupid. They want to divide and conquer us. Everybody just, you know, try to have a good year. And if the government's fucking with everything, just band together and say, I do not comply. It's all you need to say is just don't comply to this shit. That's it. Don't go get your booster. Don't wear a mask. Don't feel scared. Don't sit in your house. Go do things. Go hang out with the homeless guy down the street and tell him how much you love him. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Go get hepatitis from the homeless man down the street. Exactly. All right. Uh, you know what? Everyone stay strange. <coughs> and happy New Year's, y'all. <coughs> happy New Year's. <coughs> we love you all. Thank you for listening, fuckers. <coughs> <coughs>